Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Joyful Courage Parenting Podcast. This is the July bonus episode. I'm really excited to share with you. I have invited my friend, Krista Petty Raymer, on. She is the founder of A Boldly Embody Life, which you're going to hear more about in the show. And uh, as you know, I like to highlight people that are making a difference in the lives of families once a month for these bonus episodes. And actually, this month, I'm highlighting something that Krista and I do together every summer, and we put on a workshop called Glam Camp. Well, this summer it's called Glam Camp, but it's a workshop for middle school girls to come and explore and grow and play and have some good times, facilitated by Krista and I, and uh, so I invited her on the show so we could banter back and forth a bit about our experiences with this age girls. Um, we're both parents of adolescent girls and uh, we both facilitate adult learning. You're going to hear more about it. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to invite you in to listen. So if you're a returning listener, thank you for showing up again. Big, huge love to you. Thank you for the support. Um, if you're a new listener, welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you find value in this show, please be sure to check out other episodes of the podcast as well. I want to give a huge shout out to all of my friends who were willing to send me their address and let me snail mail them envelopes full of podcast postcards to put around their worlds. You know who you are out there. Thank you for being supporters of the show. Um, loving each and every one of you on the journey. So grateful that I get to be a guide and a voice and someone who is just sharing my passion for parenting with you and that you're enjoying it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Any questions, feedback, thoughts, you could always send them my way to Casey at joyfulcourage.com. So now let's talk a little bit to Krista. Hey there, Krista. Welcome back to the Joyful Courage podcast. Hi, Casey. So good to be back. Listeners, you will remember Krista from episode 15 when we talked about the importance of self-care, a very popular episode, I might add, because <laughs> we can all up our self-care game. But today, we are going to talk about adolescent girls. Yay! <laughs> yay, yay. It's so funny, you know. We've been them. Yeah, we've been them. We love them. Um, when I Googled, uh, what did I Google? I Googled parenting adolescent girls, and here's the title of some of the things that came up. Five mistakes parents make with teens. Um, uh, when darling daughters become angry teens. <laughs> Tips for raising teens. A parent's guide to surviving the teen years. The emotional whiplash of parenting oh, okay. a teen. I get so sad when I see... When it's like this whole market of like parenting your teenager, it's all like prepare yourself for this crazy roller coaster of emotion, which I think it is, but can we be a little lighter about it? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe even look forward to an excitement and see it just for what it is. And that's all it is, is a transition. And yes, we know it's coming. So how do we be in relationship with it? So it feels more empowering for them and for us. Yeah. 
Yeah, for real. <laughs> totally. We have fun with it? Yeah, like maybe yeah. we could like them through it and oh my gosh, what a concept. Might be kind of fun. Krista, will you remind everybody of what your work is in the world? Yeah. Uh, so basically, I'm a uh, life coach and facilitator. I facilitate um, experiential workshops all over the world. Um, uh, my company is called Boldly Embody Life, which that's really what we do. My team and myself go uh, travel around the world and really empower and inspire primarily women, but we also work with men and women um, to boldly embody life. Uh, so we love to boldly ignite learning, loving, and living. And we do that through the models of coaching and facilitation. Awesome. Awesome. And how many, how many people do you think you've facilitated? <laughs> wow. Uh, Just tens ballpark. Of tens of thousands. Tens of thousands. So yeah. do you find, especially specifically with the women, do you find that there is stuff that's showing up for, you know, they're saying yes to your offer. They're showing up for your um, grace workshops. Do you find that there's a lot of baggage that they're holding onto from their experience of their teen years? Uh, great question. Um, I would say that uh, one of the things that I do like to work with uh, women about um, is before we go to change what we're looking at, like we want to change events or circumstances or things that are going on in our life that aren't working, I really support them in first uh, maybe changing or cleaning out or clearing out what they're looking through, meaning our lenses, our interpretations, our beliefs. Um, either about ourselves or about relationship or about life in general. Um, and many of those beliefs, those lenses that we're wearing that we don't even realize we have on come from those adolescent years when we started to form beliefs. And that starts pretty early. Um, you know, that, that starts fairly early on just in the developmental process. We begin to make sense of things, make meaning. Um, and I certainly find working with um, women and men that a lot of those uh, beliefs that are formed are unconscious. They don't even know they went in. They don't even know that they're believing that or viewing the world through that lens. Uh, they do source back to, or we could follow them back to really challenging times in their life where they just didn't have information or the ability to make meaning in a way that was more empowering versus painful. Um, and so I think uh, that's one of the ways that I'll see that show up in the work that I do is really those interpretive lenses, those beliefs that we're operating with that we don't even know are there. Mm -hmm. And guess where they show up when we go to parent our teens? Oh, All of a sudden, the teens start pushing those buttons or activating those interpretive lenses or beliefs. And and now we feel like we're, you know, a teen parenting a teen <laughs> instead of, <laughs> you know, an adult parenting a teen. So... At least that's true for me. There's times when I, you know, still like experience myself going, wow, I just responded to that or reacted rather to that. Like I was 15. Yeah. <laughs> Instead uh, yeah. of 47. <laughs> yes. I have those moments as well. Well, and I think it's so interesting too. I feel like parenting, you know, there's so much out there for and it seems like the parents of the youngest kids are hungry and searching and actively participating in conversations around parenting. And I feel like there's a really great focus on, you know, developing emotional skills and social skills. And it seems as though as our kids get older and they become teens or even like that 12, 13, that 
like high tween, early teen years, it's like, okay, right on. You've got it. And why aren't you, you know, why aren't you showing up well? We've spent all these years and we forget that they're not young adults. They're just in this really wacky, I'm not a kid. I've moved from elementary school, right? Into this kind of middle school. I mean, it's like this weird hybrid, not quite high school, but definitely not middle school, trying things on. And it just feels, oh my gosh. I mean, I, it's even just the difference between sixth grade and seventh grade has been huge. I can't even imagine my oldest is our, our, you know, we both have girls going into eighth grade next year and it's like, whoa, what's that shift going to be like? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, don't you think too, the parents who are, you know, parenting, they're really excited about parenting the younger ones. Uh, You know, I think we want to do it really well then thinking that it'll make it easier as they get older. You know, if we do it really well when they're young, if we, you know, do everything we're supposed to and we learn what we need to learn that, that that will set us up to be ever more successful when they hit their teens. And sometimes I think that we do that because of our fear around the tween teen time period mm-hmm. or we say oh if they're anything like me i need to be prepared for this i want to oh see gosh. if i can circumnavigate that and avoid that at all costs yeah yeah right because i don't i mean i know what i tried to get away with and it's like i know what you're thinking and my daughter is very quick to say i am not you yeah. It's like, oh, right. I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have a, you know, one of the things I think I have an advantage sometimes, I don't know if it's an advantage, but definitely a different look into it because I'm a stepmom, um, which uh, is such a gift in so many ways. Um, there isn't that direct link of like immediately going to you. So my daughter, or you're mm-hmm. so much like me or whatever. Like there is so many similarities, right? Cause nature and nurture, contribute so greatly but there's a lot of similarities since I've been in the girls lives for what like almost 10 years now or over 10 years I'm beginning to see some of my characteristics or mannerisms or 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 ways that I interact and do life are starting to show up with the girls and they're starting to demonstrate those it's really exciting and it's really powerful and yet I always have that kind of removed piece of you know, they didn't come from me. Mm-hmm. I, and so it really does feel like I can ever more effectively be a good steward of them because they're not quote unquote mine. So I'm going to get bold and say that let's all be honest that we, none of us really own our kids. They're not ours, but rather we're all simply stewards of these amazing kids that we have in our lives. Yeah, that is really tough to remember. But I know that when I'm not attached to what's happening with my teen, I end up showing up a lot better for her. I take things less personally. And I think that that shows up too when we remember that they're living their own life. Yeah, which sometimes can be so challenging, right? That whole piece of, you know, because it feels like they're reflecting us and that what will people think of us if our kids are dot, 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 or the judgments be or you know I think it's a place where we all try to keep up with the quote-unquote Joneses of you know if we have any insecurities or questions around the fulfillment of our lives or our successes you know we definitely want our kids to fill the gaps and be ever more successful so that we can be proud of them instead of 
not want to talk too much about what's going on with them. Like, I mean, I've been there. I've been there where I'm sitting at the family dinner table with my ex- my family and extended family. And there are the kids of our three daughters that we, you know, like sometimes when I'm really honest, we emphasize what's really great about our kids because of what that says about us. And sometimes it's difficult to tell the truth about things that are not so great or where the struggles are or, you know, what that's been like. So, you know, that whole piece of, you know, wanting to be liked and look good and be right as a parent reflects wanting our kids to look good and be right and, you know, be good kids. So. This podcast is sponsored by Factor. Are you old enough to remember TV dinners? They came in those tin trays and each part of the meal had its own little compartment. I remember eating those and watching Happy Days, followed by Three's Company, maybe a little Laverne and Shirley. I am that old. (laughs) Well, the situation has been totally upgraded by Factor. Factor makes delicious, ready-to-eat meals. And unlike those quick meals of the past, every Meal from Factor is fresh, never frozen, chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including meals that are calorie smart, protein plus, and keto if that's your thing. Also, there's more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. In my last order, we got red chicken chili tamale bowls and Italian sausage pizza casserole, as well as other delicious meals that my family loved. Plus, there's breakfast and smoothies and all sorts of other add-ons to make life simpler while also keeping it healthy. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. They've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Right now, head to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use code joyful50 to get 50% off. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50 to get 50% off. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone, and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Right. I recently had a situation where my 13-year-old responded to me with, I'm 13. I'm supposed to break the rules. (laughs) 
<laughs> and we, to which we responded, yes, absolutely. And you get to feel what happens when you break rules and, and uh, we find out and it's all good. Consequences are real. Um, so we both had girls going into middle school at the same time, your middle, my oldest, and got together to, you know, and, and talked about what that means. And I was really excited about putting together something for them because I just, it breaks my heart to see, well, and this is my own judgment, right? But I see like 12 and 13 year olds and it's that whole, I have to fit in and misperception of everything it feels like and meaning making that, you know, just that, what is it? Is it lack of experience with connecting the dots or misconnecting dots? And then they're in this just emotional crisis and Anyway, I wanted to create something to help girls with that transition, and you said, me too, me too. And so we teamed up and have been offering workshops for middle school girls. Do you want to talk a little bit about your yes into that as well? Well, one of the things I was thinking when you were sharing all of that was like, and not to mention that the brain is being hijacked, the frontal lobe oh, being hijacked during these times of... You know, so the whole meaning making and connecting the dots and, you know, critical thinking and we're wanting to, you know, support that. And, you know, education, let's admit it, traditional education is really wanting to continually support kids in critical thinking. Um, so one of the reasons why I said yes to um, to doing this with you is because one of the things that I love to do and have been doing for so many years is providing non-traditional learning environments, right? So I love to create non-traditional, experiential, highly engaging. You don't even know you're learning until you kind of look back on it and go, wow, I learned so much just by you know, playing or being engaged in a process or doing an exercise with people. Um, so one of the things I love is to get students out of chairs and sitting in the traditional, you know, form that it does in learning environment that we take in learning environments and say, so how can we use like games and movement and um, our lectures could be different than what they're used to. And they could be in a learning environment that feels really fun and engaging and exciting. Um, because let's admit it, what are the girls, the girls when they come home, what are their favorite things to do? They love it when they go, what's recess? What's your favorite time? Breaks between classes where real life dynamics are happening. And so that's the other piece is how can we teach the girls life skills in a way that's fun and engaging um, where it piques their interest, where they naturally come around and say, wow, this seems really important because it feels real and it feels really relevant to what goes on in my everyday life with my friends or you know, at school or with my sister, my siblings um, and my parents. So I said non-traditional education, yes, and um, providing, you know, an opportunity for these kids and these girls to learn and not even really realize they're learning until they're like, wow, this is really cool. I really liked we did this. And I find that when we have done these, what the girls really love are the processes and experiences where they get to take a deeper cut and look into real life, what it's like to deal with real life challenges and um, provide them with those opportunities to have a safe place to talk about that and explore different perspectives and um, look at things from a different way and understand how they want to, what choices they want to make. So that's pretty cool. 
when you can do that and be having fun and dance parties and celebration and tell them how amazing they are all at once. I'm in. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. And we've and we've hosted in my living room for the last couple of years, but we're doing it different this summer. Different. different. We're calling it Glam Camp. Glam Camp. Which right my, da- my daughter got really excited about that because she yeah, thought so it meant can. spa day. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz well, all I- she heard was glam. I said, "No, we're going to be camping." And she said, "Wait, what?" Uh-huh. <laughs> But now she's really excited. Yeah, some people call it glamping. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to take the girls out in the woods this summer. Yeah. And what makes that exciting to me is I feel like as we spend, you know, two days, two nights together and just go through the process, like (laughs) just the camping process. I mean, as you get a little bit dirtier, as you get a little bit more a part of the environment that we're in, I feel like... Unplugged yeah. from technology. Totally unplugged. Day to day, typical, whatever it is. I'm bored or putting my makeup on or yeah. doing the same things or being on the screens or whatever. We're going to unplug them and put them out in nature. And nature is an incredible facilitator, man. It's amazing when we can go out there and be in nature. Yeah. And I, I'm thinking about just the way things will unfold for them. Right. And as the, as the hours go by and, and they kind of settle and sink into that environment, I'm so excited. I'm so excited about that. So, uh, and we were going to, we're talking today about that offer. So, um, and yay, yay, yay. So space for them to be themselves and really have real conversations about what is challenging, right? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, think about it. Like when you're sitting around a campfire and you're naturally in a circle, right? Because you're all facing the fire and we love that. And an opportunity for us to, one of the girls, one of the things my girls love is when Their dad and I tell stories, tell stories about our own life, tell stories about where we've been and what we've seen and what we've learned. And one of the things I am excited about is just allowing those natural things that we typically would do camping become teaching opportunities. So um, and just let it naturally unfold, not be so structured in it, not be so traditional, not be so pointed in this is what we've got to make sure they learn and get but really allowing just some real natural things. So to be outside, to go explore, to be on adventures, to sit around the campfire and just allow them to, you know, every once in a while we'll ask them to look and become more aware of themselves and choices they're making and just how cool they are naturally, right? Mm -hmm. If we can strip it down to nature and allow them to kind of let things fall away and come back to their own nature, how cool is that for them to just accept who they are in their as who they are naturally. I so appreciate that too because I feel like it it's a uh, a stark contrast to kind of this uh, this box that we tend to put that or that culture media tend the roles that culture and media put girls into what the, what they see on TV what they see on the computer value. Like that's one big thing for me is one of the things we talked about at the heart of this workshop was for them to learn personal responsibility, their, their ability to respond to life events, their ability to respond to their own thinking and feeling and experiencing life and friendships and social structures and influences and pressures and 
grades and you know all that they're them developing their ability to respond to that and then also for them to really begin to decide for themselves what do they value like there's what they're told they're supposed to value mm -hmm. from you know the culture of social pressures or school or parents or whoever friends and then there's the okay but what do you value what's important to you and just giving them some time to think about that um, without any pressure to find the right one, but rather just find what's real for them. So I, I think we are like pretty committed that like if that's all we do is give them an opportunity to, to become aware of and accept who they are naturally, like give them some actual tools so they can respond from a place that feels empowered and from a place where one thing we value, you and I, Casey, I believe is that everyone deserves dignity and to be treated with dignity and respect. And so that naturally unfolds in any workshops we do or anytime we're working with people. Um, and one of the things that's true for me too is for them to really learn how to see things from different perspectives and to not think there's just one way or one view or one lens to view themselves or the world or relationships or you know just life in general. So. And that's so important with everything that's going on today in the world. So, so important. Right? Like the real stuff out there in the world? Yeah. Try to protect them from it. We can try to say, turn off the news. I don't want you to watch that. But they find out. Sure. Like we, we can try to keep them sheltered and, and, and separate from all of that. And I think there is value in that to some degree to not overexpose them. But they're going to, they, they want to know. They right. learn. They want to know what's going on. You know, I always love it when my girls come to me, love it and don't love it when the girls come to me and go, so who are you voting for for president? <laughs> uh, That's a big, scary we, question. We right? want to have this conversation. <laughs> they, you know, and they already have opinion about it, but not so much their opinion, but what they've heard from other people. And that's one of the conversations I continually have with my girls that I think is important is I want to know what they think, not what their mom or dad or sister or brother or others or what they heard think. What do you think about that? Who should, what kind of president do we want? Do you want, you know? Anyway, I could go on and on about that, but that's a recent, you know, or, you know, what about social injustice? A 13 year old came to us the other day and said, it's a homework assignment. I have to ask these questions. And we got into some really amazing conversations because she started with social injustice. What is it? Uh, wow. Well, yeah. And the, the episode that went live this week on Tuesday was all around uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and the things that are showing up right now in the news and how to raise our kids. What, what struck me about what you said was just that understanding that there are, that people see the world out of different lenses. And that everybody has different experiences that have led them to right here in this moment. And it doesn't all look the same for everybody. You know, and that's one of the things I think you would agree that when we have had these workshops for these girls is one of the things they love is to realize, oh, I would have never known that about her. But now that we spent the last two days together, wow, I can see where she's been and what she's experienced and what her life has kind of been like that may have her feel or, or kind of show up as shy mm -hmm. or show up as 
overzealous and needing to be the center of attention or needing to be this or that or whatever. Like, you know, we say it, don't judge the book by its cover. But I think giving these girls an opportunity to see that within these group, this group that they'll hang out with at Glam Camp, they'll have an opportunity to go, wow, I never knew. And how important it is to ask questions, how important it is to, to be willing to listen and, and, you know, give people treat people with dignity and respect and, and find out that there are different ways to, to do life. So yes. I'm excited about that. I think, I don't know about you, but I think that's one of the juiciest things. Oh yeah. It's something that, that my girls still talk about to this day because they both have been to, you know, the workshops we've offered. Um, they still talk about, like they even asked me, are we going to do that one process where we get to really find out where people have been and what they have seen and what they've struggled with and, and I'm like, yeah, we'll probably will because it's so powerful. And they're like, yeah, we want to do that one again. Yeah. Well, and we even had – what I love is throughout the year when social situations come up that are challenging for mine, for my daughter, and, you know, it, and because of technology, because of how removed kids can be from relationship because I can just text yeah. or I can just direct message – Yep. You know, I got to say to her, like, remember that exercise that we did at the girls workshop and remember that it's really important to, you know, to be really specific about how you're feeling and what the action was that is hurting you. And also, this was what I love, like, you want to, what is it? Lock it, <laughs> load it, lock it. No, but it's deciding like, is this a relationship that you want to carry on? Is this a relationship that you don't want to carry on with? Or do you just need a break? And to be really explicit with your friend, so that it's clear because so much is just out there and unclear and unsaid, especially at this age, let alone adulthood, you know, but wow, to teach girls how to be explicit and clear with their language about what they want and what they need, you know, in is so powerful, especially as they move into this. It's this time of, you know, relationships take on a whole new meaning, right? I mean, it's going to be the, you know, the romantic and intimate relationships are on the horizon. Yeah. All of that. You know, one of the things that you talk about that, that is uh, exciting to me also is, um, you know, I hear you talking about it and there's a little part of me that goes, this is exactly the same stuff I work with women in my adult workshop because, you know, how, how mothers and fathers feel like, I don't even know how to do that. How am I supposed to support my child in doing that? And one of the things that I always love to say is let them be your teacher. Like, you know, so that piece is letting our children teach us about things that maybe we didn't get an opportunity to learn when we were growing up. Maybe we're still trying to figure it out and learn it as adults, but how can our kids be our teachers in that? And the second piece, um, what I love about that is there's a piece in me also that always comes up about like, is it too soon? Is this too much to teach 12, 13, 14 year old girls? Like, can they really handle it? Do they really understand it? Do they really get it like for real? Uh, and people ask me that. And one of the things I say about that is I chuckle first and foremost. And I say, so their behaviors may not always indicate that they got it. <laughs> so the eye rolls, the huff and puff, the infamous shoulder shrug, the whatever that is, may not always be an indication that they understand or that they're getting the value of it. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? 
Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co., and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you listen to your podcasts. But in further conversation and, and experience, I realize, you know, these girls are old enough to understand this. They are looking for some direction. And it's one thing that I hear often is, I'm really grateful that you don't tell me what to do, but you give me options that I can choose. Sometimes I hate it. Sometimes I want you to just tell me what to do. Isn't that what a parent's supposed to do? Um, but in the long run, that they're really grateful that... Uh, that I really, you know, give them a little bit of space to, to make the choices on their own. Because one of the things I'll say that I love that I learned from you, Casey, is, and has been my mantra for the last several months, is to connect before correct. Mm -hmm. So to really create connection and connect to what they're saying or what they're not saying before immediately correcting them and telling them what they should do or shouldn't do or how to, um, but really connect before I correct or direct. And that's been my addition to it, is connect before correct or direct. Um, so I'm grateful for you too in how I get to continue to learn about parenting because of all the work that you do with parents and because you've committed your life to being an incredible parenting coach and providing these opportunities. Um, and I think we're both probably just really learning junkies. We love education and we'll be education junkies forever. Yeah. And uh, besides, it's so much fun. So. Oh, it's so fun. It's so fun. I can't wait to get in the woods with the girls. So listeners, if you're thinking like, okay, get on with it. How do I find out more information about this? Uh, you can go to the Joyful Courage website, joyfulcourage.com slash glamcamp, all one word, G-L-A-M-C-A-M-P. Again, the website is joyfulcourage.com slash glamcamp. 
And on that page, you'll get more information about the workshop and you'll find out and, and there'll be a link where you can just register. If you're saying, yes, yes, yes. I've heard you yes, talk yes, about yes. this. I know that some of you out there have been chomping at the bits to have girls who are moving into sixth grade. Now's your time. It's your year. Yeah. So yeah. check it out. There's also a spot if you have further questions where you can write them in and uh, let us know what you're thinking. Um, but we're really excited. We're going to be up in the woods outside of Skycomish on Highway 2. And um, yeah, and the dates are, of course, now. Oh, no, look, my mouse does work. Hallelujah. August, August 17th. Thank you. August 15th through the 17th is when this is happening. And the girls. Two nights in the woods. Yeah. Go with your partner, your spouse. Let us take care of your girls. And you can go find something fun to do with maybe the other siblings or go on a date night or go camping yourselves. Well, yes. Take care of and celebrate and have an amazing time with your girls in the woods at Glam Camp. Totes. Woohoo. So, but Krista, I want you to also let everybody know, remind them where they can find you and what do you have going on besides Glam Camp? I have so many exciting things coming up. So first and foremost, you can find me at boldlyembodylife.com boldlyembodylife.com. And uh, first and foremost, uh, my women's workshop coming up in uh, November for uh, those of you in Seattle. Uh, Casey's actually done that. Do you want to say like two words about that? Anything you want to say about that? Like grace? It's uh, two words. That. Really? Two words. Two Mind words. blowing. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> so uh, it's November 4th through the 6th. Uh, you certainly can um, come join us for that. Uh, send your girls to Glam Camp and then come provide yourself with an opportunity as a mother to really support and connect with your daughter in a whole new way. Uh, come see us. You can uh, register for the Seattle training. Again, it's November 4th through the 6th, uh, and that's at boldlyembodylife.com slash grace. Boldlyembodylife.com slash grace. Uh, and then also, if any of the listeners are coaches, facilitators, and they know they're looking to take their next elevation in coaching and facilitation, I do a year-long intensive. Casey, you've also done that work with me, have been a huge contribution, and are now a coach that works with me in a really powerful way. Can I give two um, words? You can give two words for that, too. Game changer. <laughs> <laughs> of it so mind-blowing grace game changer uh elevate is what that's called you can also find that at boldlyembodylife.com slash elevate uh check it out read about the information an opportunity to register for that applications just opened today we'll be taking applications up until uh, september 15th and then we'll select a very small cohort no more than 25 people and we'll select that cohort by October uh, 15th and begin that year-long intensive November 1st, which is really exciting. So check it out, graceboldlyembodylife.com slash grace or elevate for that next elevation in coaching and facilitation, boldlyembodylife.com slash elevate. Uh, and or just jump in and say hello, get some love from us, from our website, um, you can send out bold notes on a weekly basis and lots of other yummy, good educational stuff. So, yeah. Yes. And if you're listening and thinking, well, I don't live anywhere near Seattle, Grace is also showing up in. Yeah. So we also have Grace in two other locations this year. 
One will be Salt Lake City. So anyone who's close to the Utah area, you can certainly find us in Salt Lake City. And that will be October 21st through the 23rd. Or Austin, Texas, uh, December 2nd through the 4th. So again, uh, October 21st through the 23rd, Salt Lake City, Utah. November 4th through the 6th, Seattle, Washington. December 2nd through the 4th, Austin, Texas. Those are some cool places to go hang out. and. Yeah. Hang out with amazing women, yeah? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Well, Krista, thank you again for coming back onto the show. I know that we'll be seeing you again soon. And um, listeners, thanks for hanging in there and getting all the goods on Glam Camp. I'm so excited to find out who our cohort of sweet girls in the woods will be. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. That? Yes. We'll only take about 15 max. Yes. As we might be crazy by the end of the two days. <laughs> so get your spots quickly because we're only taking up to 15 girls. Yes. And again, these are girls going into sixth, seventh, or eighth grade. That's Plan camp. That's our thing. Plan camp. Yes. All right, Krista, I love you. Love you. Talk Thanks soon. Oh, I just love having my friends on the show. Thank you so much, Krista, for coming on and chatting with me about something we are both so passionate about. Again, if you're interested in checking out more information on Glam Camp, you can go to joyfulcourage.com slash Glam Camp. Also, I don't know if you know this, but I've been, I've been on the webinar train. So Joyful Courage has been doing Wednesday webinars. Well, actually, I just had my first one last Wednesday. And it was a huge success, and I'm going to be doing another webinar this coming Wednesday. And um, to register, what I want you to do is go to Live in Love with Joyful Courage and uh, ask to join the group. It's on Facebook. And I'll, I'll say, come on in, join the group, and you'll find um, an event on the page so that you can register for this coming Wednesday's Wednesday webinar, which will be all about brain-informed parenting. You can also find the webinar as an event on the Joyful Courage Facebook page, but I wanted to make sure that you knew about that. I'm in the middle of a launch, super excited because August 24th, I'm going to be starting a new program free for 10 days for parents called the Joyful Courage 10. And what this program is all about is I'm going to use for my... my um, participants in the U.S., you're going to get to take advantage of, or I'm taking advantage of text messaging software so that I can really get in your head, be on your shoulder, and um, help you be that intentional parent that you want to be even when it's hard to do. The program is all about expanding that gap between the event and experience that happens that can trigger us emotionally and the time between that and our response to our kids. So typically when I work with parents, they say, yeah, that's the toughest part. I can't remember the tools or I just find myself yelling. So I really want to help you and support you in minding and growing that gap and that pause and that space to be more intentional with your parenting. You can find more out about that program at joyfulcourage.com slash jc10 joyfulcourage.com slash jc10 and you can sign up there. Oh my gosh, there's just so many great things going on and I'm so grateful for every single one of you and all of the excitement and support that you bring to my journey 
of being a voice for parents and a holder of space for our community. I'm just deeply in love with each and every one of you. If you love the podcast, please, please find three people in your world this week and say, hey, I've got to tell you about this really cool podcast that I've been listening to. Take their phone, show them how to subscribe, show them how to find the podcast, tell them to get some earplugs and encourage them to listen because the more people we can we can invite into the tribe, you know, the better the world will be. We'll be raising our kids in, in homes that model respect and perspective and personal responsibility and what a world it will be for our children and our grandchildren if, if our kids uh, are raised with that model. So there you have it. All right. I am done blabbing away. Big, huge love to each and every one of you. Again, thank you, Krista. Love you, Mama. Um, and check out Glam Camp. All right? Check it out. Have a beautiful weekend, my friends. Big, huge love. Lynn, this time of year, parenting can be such a fluster clucks. You've come to the right place. I'm Lynn Lyons, and I've been treating anxious families for over 30 years. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law and co-host Robin Hudson. Join us for Fluster Clucks, a podcast for parents who worry. Wait, that's everybody. Yeah, these last few years have felt like one long anxiety attack for so many. Why do you think parents are always surprised that a podcast about anxiety relates to them, even if no one in their house has an anxiety disorder? Well, worry is human. Everyone does it. And anxiety shows up when we face uncertainty. All the parenting tips you've taught me have been essential. I love to break it down into skills we need to manage worry in our families. We've covered so many topics depression, burnout, meltdowns, perfectionism. Don't forget scary mothers-in-law. Right, but of course that's not my mother-in-law. Because that's my mother. And a listener. As a psychotherapist, I like to teach parents and kids how to respond to everyday moments in healthy ways. Managing anxiety really can be taught. It really can. And I'll even tell you what to say. We talk about serious stuff, but without being too serious. Anxiety wants everything serious. Anxiety doesn't stand a chance when we're laughing, even about the tough stuff.